The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 9th of July. In your Squiz today, the FBI's China warning, Beijing continues to move on Hong Kong, cancelling cancel culture and Hussein's lightning bolt. This is your Squeeze Today. The director of the FBI, Claire Christopher Ray, said yesterday in a speech, and this is a quote, that China is engaged in a whole-of-state effort to become the world's only superpower by any means necessary. It's a pretty eye-catching claim, isn't it? And, yeah. of course, he says that that's backed up by the facts. His agents open a new counterintelligence case into China every 10 hours, and he says that investigations into Chinese activities are up 1,300% in the last decade. It covers China's efforts to spy on American companies and also on the government, he says. Like always, quite a bit of analysis coming out of the US on this one. One thing's for sure, it's going to be an election issue. Yeah, and of course, critics of the Trump administration say that not just uh, the political end, but also the bureaucracy are mounting these cases against China as a smokescreen for the way that it's dealt with the coronavirus crisis. But it's also an issue as we head into the election campaign. And again, critics saying that it's a, a good one for Donald Trump to campaign on, but plenty of others say that this is a real thing and that China is undoubtedly becoming more aggressive as it pushes into the world. And of course, Hong Kong is a case in point there. And on that topic, China yesterday opened a new national security office in Hong Kong, Claire. It's staffed with Chinese agents who have the power to investigate people for crimes that are in breach of that new law that seeks to reduce the freedoms of Hong Kongers. It's a stunning development and, of course, it's part of the reason why people are very concerned about what's happening in Hong Kong. There have never been Chinese agents there and that development is something that they say is really emblematic of how that relationship has changed uh, and how these freedoms are being taken away from them. Finally, on China, the Global Times, which is a Chinese news outlet that's considered a government mouthpiece, has said that the Australian economy will have a bitter pill to swallow if Canberra allows Hong Kong citizens fleeing the territory to settle there. So the threats continue. Still on world news, an intelligence reports out of the US, Claire, have alleged that Russia may have paid the Taliban to kill American troops in Afghanistan. We talked about this a little bit last week, and it was quite a big story in the US. Where this has moved forward to is a top US general, Frank McKenzie, said yesterday that intelligence reports that uh, Russia may have paid the Taliban to kill American troops in Afghanistan are being investigated and that they're worrisome. But he has very big doubts about whether those bounties actually led to the deaths of any of his troops. Changing tack a little bit and a quick recap to start. There's currently a Stop Hate for Profit campaign levelled against Facebook, with more than 750 companies, including Coca-Cola and Unilever, suspending advertising on the platform in July. They say they don't believe Facebook is doing enough to stop hate speech. Yesterday, Claire, the organisers of that campaign, met with Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg. How'd it go? 
Not particularly well by the sounds of things. Uh, Activists came out of that meeting saying that they were disappointed. They just don't believe that Zuckerberg and co are doing enough to stop racism and extremist views from appearing on that social media platform and that they need to do more. Meanwhile, Sheryl Sandberg, the chief operating officer of Facebook, says that they won't be making every change that they're being called for, but certainly it is an issue for them and they want to look into those proposals more. And before we leave that sort of free speech theme, a group of 150 high-profile figures, so the likes of J.K. Rowling, Salman Rushdie, Margaret Atwood, have signed an open letter in support of open debate and tolerance of diverse views. And they're a very diverse group. They don't necessarily agree with one another, but what they do agree on is that we can't have this ongoing culture of public shaming and ostracism when a view is put forward that all of a sudden is grabbed hold of and really pulled into directions that want to see that that person cancelled, as they call it these days. Uh, that, of course, includes the high profile of J.K. Rowling, who has really borne the wrath of many over comments she made about transgender issues. I read the letter, Claire, as you would expect from a group of authors and thought leaders, there's a lot of big fancy words. <laughs> Demagogue, censorious. <laughs> I reckon I got the general gist though. <laughs> yeah, get get your dictionary out. Exactly. All right, let's move to Aussie news. And Victoria is still recording double-digit COVID-19 cases, 134 logged yesterday, Claire. Yeah, that was the state's second highest single day total after Tuesday's record of 191 cases. Of course, all the messages out of Victoria are that there are going to be these high case numbers in the coming days. Of course, Melbourne went into lockdown last night for the next six weeks to try and combat that. What about the economic aspect, Claire? Some talk about the government extending JobKeeper. Yeah, and Treasurer Josh Frydenberg is said to be poised to announce some new income support measures as well as bringing forward tax cuts. The government has to factor in the impact of this spike in cases in Victoria. And of course, with Victoria being a significant economic player in Australia, it will have an economic impact. Snowboarder Alex Pullen, who was nearly always called Chumpy Claire, represented Australia in three Winter Olympics. Yesterday, he was killed on the Gold Coast while spearfishing. He was just 32 years old and probably one of our most recognisable winter athletes. He had quite a profile, not just in the sport, but he was one of the few that was able to sort of penetrate the public consciousness beyond that. Uh, We're not really sure what happened to him. There are reports saying that he may have suffered a medical episode while in the water. That's something, of course, that pulled out all sorts of social media tributes yesterday. Uh, He was remembered as... As an incredible athlete and a beloved teammate. To some much better news, Hussein Bolt, the fastest man on earth, has revealed the name of his daughter who was born in May. Olympia Lightning Bolt, which seems to be a big name to live up to. Sure uh, and as the song says, maybe she was born to run. Uh, that wasn't the subject line today. Uh, what I've gone with, though, is um, We Ain't Ever Getting Older. That's from the song uh, by the Chainsmokers, Closer. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a report out from the Australian National University that says that our relationships are even closer as a result of being at home in lockdown so I guess people in Melbourne
Melbourne have that to look forward to. 25% said their relationship had improved by being in lockdown. Is that is that is that convincing? Is that a convincing enough number? It's more than people who said that their relationships were worse. So I guess that's something. <laughs> we'll take it. And finally, Claire, before we finish up, for our sins, we've done our very best to give Squizzes a shortcut on the Israel-Palestine conflict. It's a big one. It is, and it's probably something that we've put off for a while because it is a big one to tackle, but we've had consistent inquiries uh, to really unpack that one. Of course, it is very complex, and we've had a go. We've had a go. In it, we look at what they're fighting over and why America and others are involved in what is, as we say, a very complex conflict. Check that out in your episode notes or by searching for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app. There's always a written version of Shortcuts on our website as well if you prefer. That's all from us today. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.